Hello everyone and welcome back to the Building From The Bottom podcast. My name is Gareth Rafferty and this is Chapter 4, Episode 13. Happy New Year! It's 2021 and the day I'm recording this is the 23rd of January. It's been a weird past year, to say the least, and I think over the next year, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially in terms of coronavirus. Being in the UK, Brexit is also a big thing, and the American presidency has just switched over from Trump to Biden. So the past few weeks have been crazy, to say the least. This episode is going to be quite interesting because I'm talking about coaching and something I've learned being a startup founder and I think it will be really valuable to you guys. So let's jump straight in. The first point in my diary this week is don't ever just, and by this point, it could be miscommunicated, but the word just, I found myself using it a lot. And whenever I'm writing copy for my videos and things, it always pops up the tool that I use saying, take this word out. It's unnecessary. And it makes a lot of sense if you think about it in your life. If you use the word just, usually the reason you're using the word just is to put something else off. I've just got to do this before I do that. Or you should just do it. And I think the word just is one of those words which we don't really need. It's that moment of hesitation. Just like saying you might want to do this as opposed to you want to do this. By taking away those types of words like just and might, it makes you seem a lot more professional and trustworthy and knowledgeable in the topic that you're talking about to that individual, especially when you're on sales calls and you're telling them what that person needs to do. By being what seems a little bit more forceful, it shows that you know what you're talking about. And that's where I wanted to start this week. The next point in my diary, as I mentioned coaching, over the past few weeks, coaching has been a really big part of my life. It's been one of those things where every single week I was visiting my coach and we were sitting down for half an hour on a Thursday evening or a Wednesday evening and looking at my business and seeing how it can improve. And I was paying this guy a decent amount for someone my age and someone that's a startup founder, to say the least. And to be completely transparent, I'm going to tell you that price. £500 a month for three months. But one of the good things that the coach I've got now gave to me was a guarantee. A guarantee that if I didn't at least make my money back, that £1,500, that he would either work with me for free until I do make ROI or he 
will give me my money back. But coaching isn't all that it's cracked up to be. And I was watching a video yesterday by Noah Kagan that said, one of the big startup mistakes is you try and find someone to help your problem. And it really got me thinking about, do I really need a new coach? Because I've been working with my coach for about three months now, and we'll still get to land a client. We've been doing a bunch of outreach. And it got me thinking about coaching and things, because what Noah said was, when you get a coach, sometimes it's better to, instead of just looking for a coach at the beginning, reward yourself with a coach when you land a client or you land free clients, for example. And so if you're listening to this new startup founder and you're thinking, oh, I really need a coach. I'm struggling so hard with sales. Sometimes, yes, a coach can help. But sometimes it really, really helps if you look internally. Because sometimes you've actually got to almost achieve something before you can invest in these things. I mean, yeah, if, if you've got spare money lying around, you can invest in it. And it might be worthy. But I feel like in order to get somewhere as a startup founder, especially if you're a young startup founder, you need to do the legwork yourself and show that you can do what you can do. Now, if you don't have any experience in sales, I didn't, to be honest with you. When I started my company, I had no idea. And I still don't, to be honest. I'm still iffy on calls. You know, I could be better. But it's that learning experience. And I look at people's journeys. And when I say people's journeys, I'm talking Bill Gates. I'm talking um, some of the richest people in the world. And I look at their story. And I think for some of them, it took them... 20 or 30 years to actually get this thing off the ground they were sleeping in garages they were sleeping on office floors and it just wasn't working until it worked so there's a part of me there that says yeah you've got to keep being persistent you know that this is valuable to the market maybe you could tweak something and i've realized that experimenting and tweaking things is really what makes you move forward, especially as a startup founder. You need to realize when things aren't working, which brings me quite swiftly onto my next point. If you've genuinely tried, now I don't mean the really half-assed methods. I mean, you've genuinely put in the effort, you've put in the time and you've really, really tried. If you've really, really tried, especially in sales, which is very easy to track for 90 days and you've seen nothing, then maybe you should take a look at what you're doing. Maybe tweak your audience, tweak your tactics. And if you even need to, if you're getting a certain response rate and you want to get higher or you're trying to sell your service, but the calls just aren't converting. You need to look at all this tracking that you're doing and say to yourself, well, where, are, where am I losing people? And for me, it was losing people between the first and the second call. 
but also trying to get more people to respond. And so I looked at it and I was like, well, why is that happening? And I found that maybe I was targeting the wrong people. So I changed my audience about two weeks ago. And I'm still yet to see the results because it's too early to track. But it's really important. Test something for 90 days. If it doesn't work, then tweak it. Like me, I'm tweaking my audience. I could have tweaked the, pro the product, which I've done previous. You can tweak the way you're reaching out to people. So are you sending an email? Are you sending a LinkedIn message? Are you sending a Facebook message? Are you doing cold calls, cold emailing, whatever it may be, you really need to think about how it's going, you know, actually have a look at the data. Be data led in this situation, especially if it's sales. Tweaking the product, it wasn't in my diary, but I'm going to talk about it because I've tweaked mine a lot. So as many of you will know, when I first started this podcast, my business was a a podcasting business but after a year it didn't get any traction I didn't feel like I was the right person for the job and I felt like my passions lied elsewhere so I pivoted the company to LinkedIn content creation and just LinkedIn personal branding that started off looking like a coaching program for um, about 10 weeks I think it was as well as a social media management on the LinkedIn personal brand side and I made these two things and I was like, hey, this is great. And then I tweaked it again a few months back. I tweaked it to being more of a startup program to help people get started in LinkedIn. And again, I've just tweaked it back because I realized that it wasn't working. You know, I needed, I needed something and I realized from the people I was talking to that it needed to be different. So if you're speaking to all these people, make sure that you're asking them questions you know, when you're, when you're talking to people on LinkedIn whether that, or email or on the phone, if someone denies you a sale and you really feel like you can't get it any further, whether that's because they're not ready or whatever, you can ask the question, well, if you were ready, would this be something that you would be interested in? Or if someone says, no, I'm not interested, then you can say, well, why aren't you interested? What would have to be on the table in order for you to be interested? Now, these questions can be seen as quite forward, especially if you're not very salesy, but actually they can really, really help you. And sometimes by adding that professional tone, it can make you seem a lot more trustworthy and believable about you knowing what you're doing. So there's a lot, there's a lot of things that come into this. I've had a few calls over the past, week, uh, over the past few weeks looking at coaches speaking to different coaches, seeing whether I should have one of them or not. And the truth is, do I really need a coach or do I really already know what I need? And I already have all the answers within me. Maybe a mentor could help. Mentors are usually pretty good on that front. And maybe you just need to take a step back, try a few different methods, tweak audiences and things, and just kind of see what happens. You know, if, if nothing happens in another 90 days and not a week again, and if nothing happens then, then I might start trying to find a coach. But you don't need to just invest straight away. I think that's what I'm trying to say. In terms of my business, as many of you would have probably guessed from what I've previously said, the past 90 days haven't been that great for me. It's been wishy-washy, to say the least. I had a client drop a few 
months back and since then trying to land a new client has been difficult I've been trying to target coaches but coaches just didn't seem like the right target audience for me so I've started to pivot and I'm moving on to technology company founders b2b companies that is because b2c probably wouldn't work as nice on LinkedIn and that's kind of where things are at at the moment but I really 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 need to get about three clients at least for me to be able to take this full time after university. And the struggle is on. Like I really feel the pressure now. I look at the calendar and I know it's going to be about four months until I finish university. Who knows where things are going to be, but I know I've got you guys alongside me. I'm also working on a side project, which I don't really talk about on my social media. I'm trying a new content tech content technique at the moment and this side project is working with a good friend of mine i went down to see him just before christmas and we planned a few bits out i'm designing some stuff and we're going to get started pretty soon i'm excited about it but it's up in the air right now so i can't tell you too much about it so far but it's going to be exciting so keep your eyes out keep your eyes peeled anyway that is me I've been here for about 15, 20 minutes telling you guys about coaching or not to coach. And if you have any questions about coaching and how to pick the right coach, feel free to message me. I also know a lot of coaches, especially from doing all my outreach, but also from working with a few. So if you needed an answer to that question from an actual coach, then I can give you that. And I can also connect you with some decent coaches. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this has been Chapter 4, Episode 13. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll speak to you guys next week. Have a great week.